If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, the last thing you want your spouse to ask you in the middle of the night is, did you hear that little boy? Especially when there are no children in the house. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Share those real ghost stories with us because we like to hear them. We like to talk about them. Call 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. If you want an ad-free version of the show along with advanced episodes and access to the archive, you can become a premium subscriber. Do that through Apple Podcasts. You can also go through patreon.com slash realghoststories or at ghostpodcast.com. I'm Carol Hughes and Kathy Gordon's here today. That would I be am. a really creepy thing to have somebody so, ask you in the middle of the night. You know, Especially I am totally kind of freaked it. out by children that are ghosts anyway. Yeah. They're an extra level of creepy. And you then, know. and I think I mentioned this to you the other day, because there's the whole other side of it. It could be somebody, a spirit impersonating a child. So it's not what? even a child. You think it's a child. Yeah, no, for real. They wouldn't. They do that, Kathy. No. Yeah. Oh, man. So you have just thing. turned my life upsy over. <laughs> oh, I turned it upsy over. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you did. All, all of a sudden, it sounded like a children's nursery rhyme. <laughs> like, I am so terrified that my life is upsy over. <laughs> Upsy over with the basket of daisies. I don't, I don't even know. That came from one of my kids who, instead of saying upside down, would say upsy over. And so we always said, oh, my God, it's all upsy over now. I can't go on. No, I was talking to somebody recently. It must have been on the Grave Talks. We were talking about it. And because we we're talking about children's spirits. And she's like, and then you never know. Is it a child spirit or is it, a, is it impersonating a child spirit? I'm like, oh, shit. And why would it, what would be the logic of impersonating a child spirit just because it would creep you out more or make you empathetic to it because it was a child? Yes. I think you feel empathy. I think you feel compassion. I think that maternal thing kicks in and it's like, oh my God, I feel so bad. This child is stuck. Boom. And then this whatever gets in. Um, Just you when know. you think it's a child ghost and you're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It's like, and then it sneaks in. 
and takes over your life and ruins everything. Yeah, and then you find out it's a ghost of a serial killer. Which is really the last ghost you'd want in your house. The last. The last. Yeah. Serial killers are scary enough, let alone the ghosts of them, when they can do whatever they want, whenever. Because we've talked about that before. It's like, okay, I'm a serial killer ghost. I'm dead now. Do you suddenly change your ways and go, God dang it, I wish I could do that over. I made some bad choices. (laughs) My guess is... I would hope. My guess is that just because you're dead doesn't mean that's all going to change. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, do you think ethics and morals are the same? I like you know? to think that when you die, it's like all of a sudden, holy shit, that's the big picture. I like to think that happens, but I just think there's so many people who live on this earth as really crappy people and horrible people. And I think in death, they're still bad. I don't think they got out of this life the things they should have gotten out of it. So this story says, this story dates back to 2006 when my wife and I resided in Southern California. We lived in a house that was filled with creepy activities. All of a sudden when I said that, I thought of like creepy activities, like go through the ghost maze. (laughs) (laughs) Like you well, that do, would be a creepy activity. Right? Any maze isn't a creepy thing for me. Um, oh. My in-laws came to visit, and that's when the fun began. So maybe they were going through ghost mazes. <laughs> I don't know. My mother-in-law would ask my wife and I if we had an argument the previous evening because she heard a woman weeping in the middle of the night and thought it may be my wife due to some argument. We told her that she probably dreamt it. The following evening, my father-in-law woke my mother-in-law up because he thought that she was crying. The next morning, we got the same story from my father-in-law. I laughed it off and told my wife that her parents must be getting old because they are hearing things. After that, after they left, I got my hands on Madden 2007. I remember this day as if it was yesterday. I started playing Madden around 10 p.m. on a Saturday. It was now 3 a.m. the following Sunday. Oh, my. I can't can't imagine. (laughs) That is, like, forever. (laughs) Oh, my God. And this cracks me up. It's 3 a.m. the following Sunday, and I got hungry. (laughs) Well, yeah. You know, at some point. And at 3 a.m., your wife isn't going to be there to say... Could you bring me a piece of pizza, honey? Right? <laughs> you like, could have no, to get it yourself. You're on your you're own. You're going to have to stop. Yep. So says, I got up, headed straight to the kitchen, and opened the refrigerator. At that moment, Mother Nature called, and I headed to the bathroom instead. I went... <laughs> this cracks me up. I went to take care of business, and then in parentheses, <laughs> it says number one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Well, I'm glad we got that sorted out. <laughs> but it does not say anything like, this will be important to the story later on. It just <laughs> says number one. It's okay. okay. He did not go take a shit. And I left the door open. As I'm going right, as I'm going, right outside the door to the right is a long hallway to the living room in our bedroom. There was a woman weeping her eyes out. Every hair on my body stood up. It was one of those WTF moments where you know you're not dreaming or hearing things. 
I am physically hearing a woman cry, and it was as clear as day. It was real. It was too damn real. I remembered thinking that I was not in the mood to see no freaking ghost, so I started calling for my dog. My dog would not come to me, so I closed my eyes, hit the lights in the bathroom, ran down the hall with my hand on the wall to guide me to my bedroom. When I got to my bedroom, I jumped on the bed and woke my wife up and told her what I had just heard. I also found my dog cowering under my bed, which was unusual because this dog was fearless, or so I thought. Soon after that incident, my wife started hearing a little boy talking from the kitchen while she got ready for work. This is giving me goosebumps as I write this. Of course, I didn't believe her. She told me one evening she was watching TV, and the moment she turned it off, she heard a little boy yell out, No! I joked again and told her maybe he was still wanting to watch the TV. Then, inevitably, came the day I would hear the, the little boy. I remember waking up, and while in bed, I stretched. In my ear, I heard a little boy humming. It was right in my ear. Again, I remembered thinking that maybe I'm just hearing things. I did just wake up, and maybe I'm still adjusting but almost simultaneous, simul simultaneously, my wife woke up, wrapped her arms around me, and whispered, Did you hear the little boy? I slowly looked at her and asked, What did the boy say? She replied with, He didn't say anything this time. He was humming. Goosebumps right now as I type this. Yeah. I asked her, what was he humming? And she hummed the exact same tune I had just heard. It was creepy as heck. Sometime later, my cousin came to visit us from Northern California. She slept in one of the bedrooms, and the next day she told me she heard a woman crying all night. I then told her the experiences we'd been experiencing in the house, and she told me she will never visit me again because she is incredibly afraid of the paranormal. A lot of other creepy things happen in this house, but that will be for another time. Yikes. Oh, I can't wait to hear the rest of them. I imagine if they're hearing that much, there's a lot of stuff happening. Oh, I would think so. You know, I had that I had an experience once uh, and I told I told this on the show, so some of you guys have heard this. So I'm not going to go into big detail, but it reminds me of this where I was at Fort Robinson, Nebraska, staying at that old, you know, fort up there in the officer's quarters, and I woke up in the night and heard a child crying. And, and to the point you got up to look to see which yeah, kid was crying. Yeah, I, I got up because I thought it was one of the kids, and I looked and looked, and as I was looking, it, it got weirdly louder, and it was like it was in the walls kind of all around me, you know? And it happened... Uh, two different two nights in a row that that happened and then as later when we started doing this show and i just looked it up to see you know paranormal fort rob uh it, a bunch of stories came up from there but one of them was that people had um reported hearing a child cry in the officer's quarters so i know what he's talking about this crying thing where you're hearing somebody crying 
And there's definitely two different things going on because there's a little boy and a woman crying. Or, Just okay, sad. which can be. it can We can have two different things. Or you said a few minutes ago, and you just threw my life into a complete tilt-a-whirl mm. on this one, where you said that a, a spirit could pretend to be a child mm-hmm. just to allow them to get closer to you. Because you might let a child be closer. Yeah. Then, Sorry for turning your life upsy-over. So is it two or is it one and, the, and sometimes they appear as a child and sometimes they appear as the crying woman? And they're very active. Mm-hmm. Hey, run that by me again, that one part where he's walking down the hall after he did number one. Number one. And when he gets in the hall, did he see, he saw her, right? Yeah. Or did he just hear her? Let me see. Um, I'm going back up. Let's see. Um, as I am going to the bathroom... Right outside the door to the right, which is a long hallway to the living room in our bedroom, was a woman weeping her eyes out. Okay, so he saw the woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. That's what I thought when you read that, but I just wanted to double make sure that I was hearing this correctly. But we've heard the boy, but not seen him, correct? Yes. At least he does not mention seeing the boy. Okay. I don't know. What do you know. think? You think two different ones, or do you think we have one that changes? I think it's two different things. I really do. Okay. And But they could be connected. You mm-hmm. know, something tragic might have happened that, you know, has kept them there. Right. And they might be related. You know, it might be mother and child. For, yeah. Or, yeah. I don't know, yeah. but, you know... I wouldn't want a ghost that's terrifying me in my house, but I also wouldn't want... That would be such a depressing sadness yeah. in your house if you if people like mother-in-law, father-in-law, sister, you know, if everybody's mm-hmm. hearing this crying woman and you've seen the crying woman, like it just seems like the house, like you would walk in and would have just such a dark energy to it. Yeah. Yeah, it really would. I am not down for that. No. So um, I'm never going to go stay with him either. Exactly. <laughs> Even if he does have good video games. But, exactly. And I'm no good you know, at video games. But so. he and his wife are welcome at my house to play video games anytime they want. <laughs> but Don't bring I have a ghost that. as well it, sometimes, but it, it doesn't seem to be nearly so active or sad as this. Just having that sadness in your house, it seems like you'd feel it. Yeah. I don't know. Here is another story. Let's give it a listen. I've listened to your show for some time now. Um, I just want to, it's kind of a question, but just, you know, a story that I have about my my grandparents. Um, my grandmother and I have always been extremely close uh, to the point where she was more like my mother. And the reason for that is um, her husband, who was a lover of her life, she met him in church, um, and then he died in church. Uh, he was a, a minister, had a heart attack, and died at church during church service on a Sunday. And he died January 22nd of 1966. I was then born Jan- or in May 22nd of 1966 on a Sunday during church. And my grandmother 
always said, you know, you really were kind of a lifeline during a really hard time for me. She never remarried. She was very, very close to to her husband and very close to me. Um, and so when she passed, um, she had never remarried or anything. And she would, you know, talk about him constantly. And um, matter of fact, my middle name is his first name. Um, my middle name is Opal and his name was Opal. So the coincidence of him dying in church on the 22nd, 66 on a Sunday, and I was born in May 22nd of 66 on a Sunday during church. I was named after him. She and I, we had just an inseparable bond. And uh, so I really struggled after she passed um, because I, I... I just never really got over. I always felt like she was still with me, you know. So I went to a medium recently, and when I sat down, she just kind of smiled at me. Now, now, mind you, when I made this appointment, they had misspelled my last name. So she, there's no way she could have Googled me, known anything about me. And when I sat down and started, she's smiling, and she said, Oh, you have a, there's a woman with you. She described my grandmother to a T. And she, she said, um, she's claiming you as, you know, this is, she, you know, she's mine. She's my daughter. So she said, this is almost like a mother relationship. And then she mentioned, oh, and she's with a gentleman, but he's been passed for some time. And, she said he's very charismatic, and I see him speaking in front of people, but he died of something with a, with a chest injury. Well, my grandfather had a heart attack on the platform during church, and she described him. I have one photo of him, and the way she described him was to a T, but the fact that you know, she even said, oh, he has mentioned your your colleges. And he, she was telling me things that there is no way this woman could have known. But it was really, uh, I would say, um, very calming for me, knowing that my grandparents still stay with me. And she even said, your grandfather, for some reason, I want to say you have his name. But it can't be because he's male. And the name he keeps telling me is a female name. Well, ironically, because I was named after him and my middle name is Opal, I can see where she would think that. So I just wanted to tell you that story that, you know, even though you grieve from the loss of a, a grandparent, you, you really find out that they're always with you and, I always feel like my grandma and grandpa is always with me, but I just thought that was so ironic that that medium described him to a T and how he died and everything. So just for everyone out there that might be losing a grandparent, just know that they stay with you. I think that's such a sweet message, but I do, I do, not, too. I do not find that ironic. I think she found a very, very good psychic. <laughs> I do too. And, you know, I really do believe there are people out there. You've seen um, Teresa 
Caputo. Caputo. Yeah. And you really were close right there, right? Because she came right close to you. Yeah. And um, did not read me, but she read some people a couple seats away. Really close to you. And you could tell by the way they reacted. Yes. That this was something just out of the blue they weren't expecting. Yeah. And it was interesting because, you know, they all kind of start in the same way. Like she's like, I'm seeing a road. It's a dirt road and it's in hills and it's winding. And of course, you know, there's several people, me, me. No, that's not you. It's not you. It's not you. It was really interesting. And then how she would just narrow it down, narrow it down, narrow it down. And then be like, excuse me, excuse me. Like she walks through the entire crowd, you know, all those venues, like you got to move when somebody walks in front of you. Here comes Teresa Caputo right in front of you. And she's like, you, it's you who died on the dirt road. And they're like, and they're just bawling. It was a family. And I think it was their son. If I remember right, that's been like three or four years ago, but who wrecked a car. It was just interesting. Cause I was, so I'm watching their faces and I'm like, okay, she's a good actress if this is all an act. And who knows? I don't know how her brain works. But she's really good. But I'm like, man, those people are really good. Like, how do you plant yeah. all these people in here? And keep the secret, yeah. right? Because you'd have to have people everywhere you go. Yeah. That you would do this with. And you can't have... The same people, because people are going to catch on to that. Yeah. Right? I've seen you three times, and the same people are, you know, there. So that wouldn't work. It, you know, to me, it has to, she has to be real. I don't get how she yeah, cause, does it. I've seen other people that I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I've always questioned, because they go, oh, I'm getting an R, you know. And I got a Ruth, you know, I got a Ray or whatever. And finally they go, okay, well, I think it's Ray. And then I'm getting something. And then they kind of get people to fill in the blanks for them. Mm-hmm. And she was and like, not like that. She's like, something I don't about want... a car, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody has a freaking car. And they just would do real generic stuff, but she doesn't. And, and, and I think for me, it was watching the people's reaction because those were real tears. Mm-hmm. They were crying and they were holding each other's hands really tightly. And it was. Mm-hmm. Like, I really felt like I was witnessing a moment that should have been very private for well, them. And, but th- that's how I felt about this story today, mm-hmm. where it really did feel like that, like this woman was seeing them and was able to say, oh, they're still with you. And and I do love that. She said that, you know, the other day was my grandma's birthday, and I did a post on Facebook to her. And you're right. You know, I miss her all the time every day there's not a day goes by where i'm not there isn't something that she did or helped me with or something that i think about her you know and and so you're right they are with you and Mm -hmm. yours seem to be really with you as in like right there physically practically but um some of us, I'm not sure that, you know, grandma's always just standing beside me, but, I, you know, the legacy of her life lives on through me and you and right. all of her grandkids, you know, and her, so forth. So, and it was, right. it was a beautiful post that you posted about her. Well, thank you. It was quite beautiful. But I just thought that was really an interesting story. And, and to get mm-hmm. that kind of confirmation from someone, 
Like, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you, you know, she's like confused about the name. Like Opal is a very weird name for a man. But to be named after him, I could see like, well, I'm really confused because I'm getting this name, but that's not a man's name. I don't know. I liked that story. That was a I good thought one. it was a beautiful story, and I appreciate her calling in with their bringing that to us because it was really well done. And if you have a story, call it in, 855-853-4802, or write it in, realghoststoriesonline.com. You can become a premium subscriber. You'll get commercial-free versions of the show. You get advanced episodes and access to the archive. Do that through Apple Podcasts. You can also go through patreon.com slash realghoststories or ghostpodcast.com. And for all of us here at Real Ghost Stories Online, thank you for listening.